Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. What's the worst pain you've ever been in? We're not like broken hearting this, all right? This is not emotional pain, but what is the worst physical pain you've ever been in? That's coming up a little bit later in the podcast. Here we go. Can you help me? Other people's problems. When we heard about Teresa's situation, we said this is definitely something uh, I want to throw it on the air because I would be curious as to how a relationship would exist if this was the situation. So we know you're excited to go back to school, right? Yeah, I'm really, you know, it's something that I really want to do. Growing up, I always wanted to be a lawyer. It was always my passion in school, in college. I took you know, law classes and dabbled a little bit in working with the state laws and stuff like that. But once, you know, I, I ended up going to business for a little bit and I ended up just staying there because I had kids. And after that, you know, I, I just, you get busy. It made sense. Yeah. You get busy. It just sense to stick with what I was doing. So I told my husband that, you know, since the kids are older now, they're like 13, 14, I want to go back and try and go to law school. And he said, I'm just too old. And wow. Yeah. So I was really upset. I wanted him to be supportive, but he wasn't. Now, have there there been other situations in your relationship where he hasn't been supportive and he should have? Like, he should just, like, get those wins going in your sales. That's a husband. That's that's what I think. I mean, like, even back then in the day when I wanted to become a lawyer, you know, he's the one that kind of said, no, just go, just go to, you know, you got a job offer from a good business. What just, the just heck? Do, do you think that he's saying this just because he loses a little bit of you if your concentration isn't on your family? Or do you think he's really just kind of like, I think you aren't going to make it? I don't know. I, I hope, I don't know. I hope it's about the family and not that he doesn't believe in me, but... You know, either way, it, it wasn't nice to hear that he didn't want me to follow my dreams. Yeah. How about this? If we flip the if we flip the the script a little bit, like find a passion of his, like if he wanted to go back and be a pro and, golfer. Yeah. Try and. Tr- yeah. 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 He's going to have to take six months off to really hone his skill and see if he can make the PGA Tour. Would you support him by getting extra jobs? I I think I would. No, honestly. you wouldn't. There's no How woman alive. Know? There is no woman alive that would go, yes, quit your job, practice for six months, and maybe make the PGA tour. I think having those skills are different than learning the skill of being a lawyer. They're like two totally different things. You either have it as like an athlete or you don't. Like I could never learn how to professionally golf. Sure ever. you could. No, you never. Sure could. Nope. Are too big. Okay, we're good now. Thank you. Have a great morning. We're going to some OPP this morning. If you missed Teresa, she was on with us just a couple of seconds ago. Since the kids are older now. They're like 13, 14. I want to go back and try and go to law school. And he said, I'm just too old and we're not in the right place. So I was really upset. I wanted him to be supportive, but he wasn't. What if you said today, I want to go back, I want to finish my master's, I want to be a teacher, and your husband is like, nah, you're too dumb, you're not going to make it, you're too old. Um, He would never. And I think we'd have to probably he, explore some therapy. If he did, right? Right? You, yeah, I mean, I just, I can't imagine something like that going That'd be down. So, it would be so hurtful. Um, Christina, and, you have any advice for Teresa? You know, um, I was about 38 and my husband was working on the road. We were together for 20 years and I started going back to school online and he did not support me. He even went so far as to say, what, you think I'm going to work for you? 
And oh, you know what? Wow. I did it anyway. And I'm double majoring in college now, and I'm raising kids, and I'm I'm here to show them that they can chase their dreams, Are even you- if even if the whole world is against you. If it's in your heart and soul, do it. And I can do it. We know a little bit about you, Chris. <laughs> you're you're a single mom now, so he's not in your life yep. anymore. Um, right. It, so, like, when that conversation happened, what was your response in that moment? Like, did you cry? Were you, like... Well, Inside. Yeah. That, oh, Inside, that's so I cried. Sad. And I imagined probably smacking him or something, but I didn't. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> like, shut up. What do you mean? I can't follow my dreams. If, if you were my dream once and I followed you, yeah. come on. Was it a sexist <laughs> type of uh, insinuation? Like, I'm not working for a chick. No way. Or you. Yeah. Well, you're too old. You're in your 30s. What are you doing? <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> It's never too late to dream. You can learn to dance when you're 60. You can remarry at 50. I mean, you know, it's your life. Live it. When will you be done with school? Um, Three more semesters. Okay, so you got to be, yeah, 22 credits a semester. Jeez, that's That's awesome. Yeah, you're cooking. Uh, and, And when you're done, what will be the goal for your career then? Like, what kind of gig do you want? Um, I want to start a sustainable landscaping company and help with wetland restoration and shoreline restoration and building people eco-friendly oasises in their own backyard. You got a plan already. You, you're tw- listen. Well, she's she's futuristic, right there. You know where your money is going to be. People's minds are already there and have been for a while. Where if you look at a menu, they're probably going to choose maybe the healthier route or the most more sustainable route. So they're going to do that for vacations, too. Good thinking. Thank you. Hey. And I appreciate you guys. You make my Monday marvelous. Oh, you make our Monday good, too. Let's make your Tuesday terrific. Tomorrow. Yes, and Wednesday wonderful. <laughs> I love it. And Thursdays, awesome. Okay, we're good here. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Christina. We appreciate you. Have a great morning. I got to say uh, hello to Tammy who said, uh, and she texted in, I went through a similar situation with my husband. He was going to or looking to make a career change that I did not support, not because I didn't think he could do it, but because the new position would have carried a lot more stress with it and responsibilities for many people. My husband carries that way too heavy on his shoulders and has had some experiences before. Not healthy for him in his personal life. Mm -hmm. He's one of those people you think might have a heart attack. If you can't get it, let his stress go. Oh, my God. Does this sound like your husband, Kat, or what? Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, me not supporting his position was my way of supporting him because uh, it was better for him mentally. So the good thing about Derek is that he is well aware of what will stress him out and what won't. And um, and I think we're all aware of those situations. And he just doesn't put himself in those. Sure. Um, I can see that maybe Tammy's husband wanted to maybe knows inside what his abilities would be, but sometimes, yeah, you got to listen to your body. Been through this? If your father-in-law started online dating, you'd be concerned for him, your mother-in-law as well? Uh, probably not my father-in-law because he's skeptical of everything. So uh, okay. <laughs> I would, that works in his favor. My mother-in-law, yes, I would be very nervous. My own dad, yes, I'd be extremely nervous. My mom, no, because she's skeptical of everything. So... What happens when you think somebody you love might be getting scammed? Yeah.
Is it your time to step in or not? Maya, break this down for everybody. We know a little. Hi, so I'm calling because my mother-in-law is completely out of control when it comes to online dating um, to the point where I'm afraid that she's going to fall for a scam or something like that. Both me and my husband are totally um, concerned about that, and we're just wondering if there are any resources out there for people um, like her because I I don't want to be an episode on Dr. Phil. That's really what it is. (laughs) Actually, okay, so yeah, he does get all of those episodes, one. But two, my sister-in-law has this company where she goes into like not that your mother-in-law is she she's not she lives by herself right she's like an able-bodied yeah okay she does. so this uh, my sister-in-law will go in and she'll teach older people how to be safe what to share what not to share certain websites and things to stay away from so there are resources out there like that but is she that much into finding a man that she would fall for something like that? Like if someone had a Latin accent, they're like, I can never FaceTime, but I want you so bad. Send mm. me 10,000. I can see it because I mean, she likes a pretty face. <laughs> so if you can put up a nice enough picture yeah. and she's been, you know, single long enough where I think she's, she's, you know, willing to look past the red flags. There is a thing to that. Like older women, they know they get preyed They're on desperate all the time. Because they, feel, they feel the clock ticking. So they just, yeah. they, they, they think that it's their time. They deserve it. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see if anybody can help you out. If they have, you know, maybe help their uh, older people in their life, how to, how to navigate. There's gotta the be some kind of resources out there. So what we'll do is we're going to just put you on hold and then you kind of hear everything that people say when they call in next. Okay. All right, Thank you so much. I would be a wreck if I knew that my dad was online dating because he's so giving with information. Like we have to have conversations with him a lot. Like, no, no. Too trusting. Don't give people your routing number. Like, <laughs> You know, so he's just like so giving and so loving and trusting that you just got to worry about him. You know, isn't that weird that you're at that point now? Yes. Where your dad is too nice of a guy. So you have to worry that he's going to be taken advantage of. I know. So we just like to keep him in the house. Just like don't leave the house. Greg. <laughs> Go to Casey's. Your leash on. Back up. Listen, that could be a great invention. For someone in your life that you don't want to wander too far from the house. A grandparent leash, yeah. That's- no, not a not a leash, but like something like what, what does your dad usually have on him? Probably always his wallet. Yes. Probably always a cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. So what if you could put like a like an Apple tag that buzzed and maybe, you know, give yeah. us a little bit of a shock, like when they got too far, like a shock collar for grandma. How about less like, degrading, like a little bracelet or something? Mm, Just so he feels okay. it in his wrist, like, okay, that's oh, fine. making the wrong decision. Right, like so. Okay, so a nice <laughs> chunk of jewelry that if they got too far from the house, it z- z- zapped him a little bit. Yeah. What's trending? What's trending? Trending today is Bradley Cooper talking about why he hates chairs on movie sets. I don't watch playback. Uh, to me, rhythm no of a day. Here's what I'll do. I'll tell okay. you in a second. So there's no chairs on sets. I've always hated chairs. And I feel like your energy dips the minute you sit down in the chair. So Apple Box is a very nice way, way to sit. Mm. And everybody's together. There's no video village. No, there's a, I, I hate that. Mm. So video villages are all those chairs like around Steven Spielberg. And he's watching the playback. And they're all sitting in their chairs watching it back. Um, there, There's a lot of truth to that. And... I should probably stand up more here. I think it's... Uh, well, you're a, down probably, what, 95% of the time, aren't probably you? Probably yeah. just kind of sitting here, and I, uh, I'm i not gonna. <laughs> it's just more comfortable. But what makes you lazy? Warm weather. Warm or warm weather? studios or warm... How, anything. Listen, wherever you are, if the temperature is over 40 degrees or, or over 70 degrees, people are 
lazy. Weird. I feel like when it's warm and sunny out, I have the most nope. energy ever. People get lazy when they get comfortable. I think the temp has got to be below 70. Mm. Otherwise, around here, look around here. The warmer studios or the warmer rooms, people are always just sitting, not doing crap. But if it's cool, people are up and moving. Yeah. I would say the binge feature of streaming. Since streaming came into people's lives and you can Wait, watch an that? entire season, just binging. Like oh. the the essence of binging. Like it, when Liam was down at my in-laws, Derek and I woke up early. We got all of our chores done and we binged the crown in like one day. Like my my body hurt from laying there <laughs> and it, I just felt so lazy. And then it asks you, hey, are you still watching this? Yes, I am. You can see I am. So it's weird. But what makes you lazy? Because that is what's trending. <sighs> you can either make a choice that could benefit our entire audience, or you could be a selfish little person and get your Christmas present early, knowing how you must be almost out of Christmas presents because you guys started two weeks out. We are all out. Oh, I Except didn't for Liam has one coming tomorrow, and then he has one arriving whenever, whenever this cute little company decides to <laughs> get it to my house. I think we all have one of those. I'm waiting for one of those as well, which... The tracking came, it came from China. Yeah. And I've been tracking it for the better part of two weeks. Mine came from Spain. It's been in Iowa for five days. I could have just ran down to Iowa, to be honest with you, if I knew where the shipping area was and just sifted through and found this gift. So you have a choice. You could either choose and I can help you be happier every single morning Mm -hmm. or you could choose your Christmas present. Both will benefit me. Both would. and But so, one would benefit all of our listeners who make it possible for us to be here every morning and get paid. Or you could just be a selfish little Normally, person. you're extremely dramatic about how you describe things. So I think the first one is probably, probably not going to be as big as you are selling it. Oh, man. I am going to surprise you, and I'm going to choose the first door. You're going to let everybody else into a pathway of happiness every single morning? And then we'll exchange gifts on Thursday. Why Thursday? Because I don't want to wait till Friday. Thursday's a good day for it. It's today or Friday? Friday then. Friday I will wait. Wow. Turning over a new leaf. All right. I'm going to let you in on some research I found this morning that genuinely leads to every single human being's better chance of happiness mm-hmm. every single day. You ready for it? Yeah. Yes. All you have to do and close your eyes unless you're driving. It's best if you can do this into a mirror every morning, but if you say the words I love you to yourself mm-hmm. ten times every morning Bloody Mary will appear. <laughs> your chance at genuine soul-fulfilling happiness goes up by 40%. Uh-huh. This new chunk of research, they did this for 10 years yeah. to 2,000 people engaged their happiness, and their happiness didn't grow. Their happiness immediately shot up within the first week to what they say is a genuine better life. Um, so if you find yourself a little bit doldrummy or you find yourself in a little bit of rut or maybe you're like in between 
relationships or jobs or you just don't really know how you feel about what's going on in your life, apparently the key is just looking yourself in the eye after you brush your teeth, when you wake up right away in the morning, and saying the words, I love you, ten times. I love you. Say it in different inflections. I love you. I freaking love you, girl. (laughs) I love you. You know what? I don't know if I need this. Some people need this, and I want them to get to the level of confidence that I have. Some people say I have too much confidence. Uh, See your way out. Because I think it's good to have a lot of confidence in yourself. If you don't, who's gonna? Confidence Confidence comes with being prepared, I believe. I believe that's the genuine link there. Maybe. Sometimes. Maybe I'm a little bit too confident. There have been a couple of scenarios the last couple of years where I'm like, I can do this. And then I just gotta like watch a ton of YouTube videos. And I kind of do it. But have that confidence in yourself. Why not? I worked with a guy who was a little bit older than me at the time. And he only used his email to get daily affirmations. Uh-huh. And about every six hours, he would get something emailed to him that he would just say out loud that would boost him. Okay. And uh, I just wanted to pass this along since Kat didn't want her Christmas present this morning. If you are looking for a better, <laughs> right? Are you disappointed? You should have. No, taken I'm present. not. I'm not because some people needed to hear that. If you're in the car and you're sitting at the stoplight right now, look in the mirror. I bet you're doing it right. Ten now, times and say it, but say, mean it. I love you ten times while you're looking directly into your own eyes. Your chance at genuine soul fulfilling happiness increases by forty percent. There you go. If I told you you could say one thing every day and your income would increase by 40%, I guarantee you'd do it. Yeah. And this should be just as important as that. So start doing it. So when you work with like a lot of people, how many people do you think are down on this level? 60, uh, 60? Yeah, 50, 60, sure. Um, there are going to be people that are completely opposite of you. There are going to be people that have the same work ethic that aligns. But did you see some of these new terms that were defined in 2023 like when it comes to your work i probably have zero idea what any of these are the lazy girl job what's that so this was um just lazy girl positions things that you could probably level up with your mental capacity but you just don't because you appreciate just doing the bare minimum oh that's me oh I mean, isn't it? I mean, I I have gone, literally, I've tried to scale back to do as little as possible. You know, you say that, but you do handle a bunch. So I'm going to say BS on that one. No, I'd like to claim that one. Okay, go ahead. All right. What's next? The next one is bare minimum Mondays. Mm -hmm. No, I go on on Mondays because I think of my Friday self. My Friday self wants to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And so I kind of like my Monday, Tuesday self. Gets ahead of stuff. My mentality towards that kind of stuff is so different this time of the year. Yeah. Because I'm like, especially, I'm telling you, after Trish took this new job and she actually goes to work, like, I go home now and I'm like, "Mm." Mm. just hanging out. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, until baseball season starts, I don't have anything to do in the afternoons. So, like, uh, during the summer, though, I am so much more about get out of here, get outside, do something. And right now I'm just like, "Eh, whatever takes my time. Uh, Quiet cutting. So we, we knew quiet quitting. That's when you're just so lazy that you just like, you don't make a huge fuss about the fact that you don't want to be there, but you, you know, quietly quit working. Yeah. Quietly. Yeah. Quit. While you're working at your desk, you're applying for other jobs. Oh. So that would be quiet quitting, but quiet cutting refers to when you get a reassignment of duties at work and no longer have 
the role or job title that you were hired for, but you still have the job. So it's kind of like. I think I got that one, too. I think you got that one, too. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have talked I'm about the this. most unmodel employee. But, oh, my God, this one, someone is going to come to mind as of this past Friday, voluntelling. Do you know what that is? No, what's voluntelling? That's where you volunteer for a task that wasn't given to you, and then you tell everyone about it. Or, like, did you get an email on Friday with an excl- exclamation point? I don't think so. Yeah, you did. I bet you just blew right past it. Probably. It was, like, kind of bragging about something that they did, but they didn't need to do it. I don't know. Nothing comes to mind. Are you serious? You didn't get that email? Uh, maybe Why I did. Why was I but lucky I'm, enough to get that email? I just, that kind of stuff, I'm so, I, I am so... It's not that I don't care, but I don't care. Yeah. There's so if if it genuinely doesn't affect me. This one? It you goes. Did that one? Was you like told everyone? Oh, I deleted that right away. You did? I didn't even read it. I had to read it for comedic relief. I didn't like, even read it. I Listen, there are some people that send me emails that I delete without reading. Yeah. Just cuz I'm like you don't have any <laughs> impact on my life at all and so I just uh if it's really important you'll text me. All right. Well, I'm just saying 2024, don't be a loser. Don't be that person at work that people talk about. Don't just go in and do your job at the best of your ability. It doesn't even bother me that this is me now. Should that bother me? When it bothers me, I'll tell you. I forgot to ask, how'd your fast go? Um, It was great. It was lovely. You clearly didn't do it. I didn't do it. And it was supposed to be last weekend, so nice try. <laughs> I thought it had been pushed <laughs> off. No. Oh. No. So why didn't you do it? I forgot. And then I was like, dang it, we'll start tomorrow. It was and amazing. Then- we sit in this uh, this team <laughs> meeting on Monday, and Kat and Derek are both like, Friday, we got this plan. We're going to do lemon fast. But listen, and then- I started today. I have not had anything. I have my lemon water, and I have coffee with no additives. I've been doing coffee with no additives since I started, Livia. Yeah. And I'm just used to it now. I miss my creamer, but I'm used so to it So f- today is a fast? Let's just, let's just start it now until okay. Wednesday. Okay? So you're just on a... 48-hour. Let's do Wednesday night. I can just do it. I have nothing going on. I have nothing that'll trip me up. Well, it's going to be closer to 60 hours. Okay. Then if you're so obsessed with my fast and so obsessed with I was just, I was wondering how, asked how, how it hours went. I was wondering. I was more concerned up. with your husband, to be honest. Oh. With 24 hours of that man not getting a pump full of caffeine or anything yeah. like that, I was kind of curious as to how things were going to go. He actually left last night at like 4.30 and went to work out without us. He was like, I'm going to work out. Right on. And I said, okay, cool. Then he came home and... Was done for the night. Liam and I went to bed at seven thirty last night. How do you even do that? It was great. It was great. The Tuesday wordplay on the live show at eight forty is worth two thousand dollars. Eight forty Tuesday morning. That's some game changer kind of money. So get ready for that. Maybe set an alarm as we get you back into the podcast. I saw this meme about worst pain, and this person wrote, "The worst pain is getting played." By a person you lowered your standards for. And then that just opened up a whole can of whatever. And all these people were adding to it. No, the worst pain is being told that your epidural was administered but didn't catch. (laughs) Uh, Worst pain is having a ground steak go through your cheek. That would be up there. I would say, you know, and I've given birth and I didn't feel anything because I had a C-section. So that was perfect. Um, My, my. Colon stuff was pretty painful, but I would say that corneal ulcer that I had, that was really, really painful. Well, like how all, about me? 
having to look at you with the corneal ulcer. Imagine the pain I had to go through okay. every single day. Anyway, yeah, even looking at light, it was the worst pain ever. Like migraine times 20. I have heard, and this was from my dad years and years and years ago, that he said you will never, and he wasn't, but I know one of his friends was, he said you will never experience any kind of pain greater than a shot and a shattered kneecap. Oh, if you get literally shot in the kneecap, did that happen to him? Yeah, one of his uh, is I don't know one of the guys that was in his unit um, in Vietnam, and he said there is zero pain that I that you think you can ever have in your life that is worse than a bullet to the kneecap and your knee just shattering. Yeah, and I can only assume assume so, so, right? Uh, Glad I've never had to be through that. So what we thought is we got just a couple of quick minutes this morning. So you would have to say the worst pain you've ever had in your life is a corneal ulcer. Yeah. For me, it's cl- it's clearly when you take a shot to the nuts with a baseball that's hit really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And I the, clearly the the worst thing it's the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. I it was pitching one day and I went to play third base and when I pitched, I never wore a cup because it was just uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, and I got I don't know into the fifth sixth inning. My dad moves me over to third base. And one came up, and I was playing a little bit f- too far back, mm-hmm. right off the lip of the grass where it meets the dirt. It's a little gray. This kid hit a one hopper, and it popped me square, and it dropped. And I, it got to the point where the pain didn't radiate through my body enough. Where I had bent over, I picked up the ball, and then I just fell backwards. Oh my god! And I just did laid you, there. Did you know? And I don't know if like, a lot of guys know this. I didn't know this, but my son goes up for a layup, comes down on a knee. And he catches his balls out of knee. Yeah. And he is down on the ground. His coach is helping him. And I thought he had his hands stepped on or whatever. I didn't think because he wasn't holding him. But he got up and he went to the side and he started doing these butt bumps. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that. I, the, the umpire came out and he had been a former ball player. And he, he sat me upright, picked me up under my armpits. Yeah. And then dropped me on my butt. And what it does, it re-radiates the pain out. Okay. And so one of the things you want to do is you want to get something in the pelvic area, like a bump, you yeah. know, something like that. And that'll, uh, you know, kind of make the pain go away. So now you know if you have a son. I've had to do this several times with guys that I've coached. Literally never heard about it until our last basketball tournament. What is the worst pain you've ever felt? Your colon basically just imploded. And you're telling me an ulcer in your eyeball hurt worse than that? Um, I, I said that the colon issue was, yeah, some days were very, very, I would say getting my bag off and like the retraining yourself below the waist to like that hurt. That, that hurt. hurt. Yes, it is extremely painful. Um, I'll explain out the air one. I'll go in depth with you, baby. I'll go in depth. I'll go to the whiteboard over there and uh, explain it to us. But, John had said he had pain like no other human. I want to hear about it. What happened here, brother? Um, well, when I was 12, my uncle mowed over my foot <gasps> and it had to be amputated. Oh, my God. Yeah. What What were you even, yeah, what were you bad. doing? I got to know the scenario. Like, what, what happened? Yeah, I was helping him and he pulled the mower backward while I was, like, in front of him and he ran over my foot with the lawnmower. This is so tragic. So the pain totally level was, him. like, you can't even probably describe it, yeah, right? Yeah, did you pass out? Yeah, I passed out about, like, a few minutes after it happened, and initially, like, I, it was, like, one of those things where, like, I didn't feel it at first. 
Yeah. You know, but then it, it quickly, like it quickly set in. And then, yeah, I passed out. And uh, so you have a, yeah, a prosthetic was, foot uh, then, or is it like just the ankle down kind of thing? Yeah, it's like it's one of those that kind of fits over your ankle. Yeah, it's like a prosthetic. Wow. Um, kind of, yeah. So Holiday's birthday is extra presents from your uncle, I would assume. You know, you would think, like, he actually never said sorry for doing that. Oh, he never my God. Hey, really? Yeah. All right, follow that up, Erica. Worst pain you ever felt? I had horrible back labor for hours and couldn't get an epidural. They tried, poked me eight times, and I had to have my nurse physically hold me onto the bed so I could sit still and... Got to nine centimeters and didn't have any pain relief. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys complain about this all the time. I just, hearing women Do you complain want me to hit him? about- Do you want me to hit him? About giving birth. <laughs> <Yes>. Good <laughs> It's a miracle of birth that you're allowed to have. I mean, how about me? I don't, I can't give birth. Like, that's pain. Like, you <laughs> he sit here tell, that telling me about your eight, <laughs> eight pokes in the back and had to be held down. I, what I wouldn't give, you selfish- he, He's only saying this because you're not in front of him. He would never say that in front of you. <laughs> But um, I have, did you ever have the the contractions like well before you were supposed to give birth? Because I totally forgot that that happened to me, and a lot of women that happens to where it's I don't know if it's quite Braxton Hicks, but it is so debilitating. It hurts so bad. I felt nothing, and I was induced, so I felt nothing until it was all in my back, and oh. I was in the tub, and I got out, and I'm like, I think I'm dying. Yeah. I, really need some help and then they just they kept poking me eight times and then she was there and they're like yeah we can't do anything else I'm like great thanks for coming that's crazy you can leave <laughs> <laughs> get out of here you're not doing anything right, everything good how, how long ago was this how many right. years ago eight months eight months ago all right <laughs> <Still> remember <laughs> but everything's good <laughs> oh yeah all right good. thanks for sharing with us hope you have a great morning today and I'll hit him. I'll hit him. What if we give you $1,000 right now? How does that change things for you? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. I would have all my Christmas shopping paid for and a little bit of daycare, I think. Oh, I love that. Let's Help out a little bit. to it. First thing we got to do is kick Kat out of the studio here, Jenna. So uh, we're going to make sure that she takes the high road. And once she's beyond listening distance, this is how the game's going to work. I'm going to give you a word. And all you have to do is give me the first word that pops into your mind. If you think like cat, and again, the longer you listen, the more you know each of us. All right, she's safely in the hallway. You should be able to nail this down. You ready to go with me? Yeah. For $1,000, Jenna, let's do this. (sighs) The first word that comes to your mind when you hear brown. Bear. Bear. You were going to say poop, weren't you? <laughs> you, were, you go with what, what's first in your mind. Go with what's first in your mind. You want to stick with bear? I can change my answer. Can, I don't know. I was going to say bag. Uh, okay, you want to go bag? Because you're a heavy yeah. drinker? Okay. Um, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Jenna, first, first word that comes into your mind when you hear heavy. Wait. Jenna, the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word fast. Run. Good. I like that one. Jenna, the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word toe. 
job. Gotcha. That's a good one. I think you're all right there. All right, last one. The first word that comes to your mind when you hear happy. Smile. Okay. All right, good. Oh, Let's gosh. Well, you want to change any of those real quick before Cat gets back in here? I don't know. I think you no. did well. I think you did well. I think these are all, as Kat uh, uh, comes into the studio, I think these are all dialed in, Jenna. I don't I don't think any of these are, are like, too far out. Like, what was the one that we had a couple of weeks ago that really made us question doing this game anymore? Corn. Oh, the word corn. Corn, yeah. And she went with ball. Yeah. Uh, and then, what was the one? Did she say something about music, I said too? finger, and she said music. Yeah, that was, that's the one that's always going to get me. <laughs> I won't forget that play. Okay, I feel, I feel a little better about it. Okay, good. You that. should. I think you did well. All right, Kat. You ready to play with Jenna? Mm-hmm. She gave us five pretty good answers. Okay. If you can match up all five of her answers... She wins $1,000. Pressure is on. Here we go. Kat, what's the first word you think of when you hear the word brown? Brown? Ah, brown. Oh, my God. Poop. I knew it. I knew it, Jenna. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Did he say I was going to say poop? I did. At first she said bear. And then and then her final answer was brown bag. Oh, jeez. But I really knew you were going to say poop. I knew it for sure that she was going to say poop. I would have said something else. What would have you said, Kat, to heavy? Heavy lifting. She said wait. Okay. Well, how about fast? Runner. Uh, I would have taken that run, she said, yeah. Okay. Toe, T-O-E. Jam. Oh. <laughs> she said stub. Oh, my God. I was going to say stub. And then finally, happy. Happy smile. Smile. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Jenna, I really think if you'd have went poop, which was your first instinct, I know it was, and then you got run, and then you got smile, you were three-fifths the way there. 60% is not bad with this game. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.